0: Good morning. It's Wednesday, March 24th. I'm Ian Scotto, and this is your Daily Brief. More details on a shooting that left 10 people dead in a Boulder, Colorado grocery store emerged yesterday, with police identifying the attacker as 21-year-old Ahmad al -Al Iwi al-Assad. The suspect, who was injured in a shootout with police but taken into custody, has been charged with 10 counts of murder. Alissa reportedly used an AR-15-style semi-automatic rifle, which officials said was purchased six days before the shooting. The victims of the attack ranged in age from 20 to 65 years of age. Among the victims was 51-year-old police officer Eric Talley, the first to respond to the scene. Police aided by the FBI are still working to identify a motive for the attack. Monday's attack, as well as a series of shootings at Atlanta-area Asian American spas that left eight dead, dominated a Senate hearing on gun reform yesterday. The hearing had been previously scheduled weeks in advance. Separately, President Joe Biden called on Congress to pass an assault weapons ban. The final member of the jury assigned to hear the murder trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was seated yesterday, capping a two week process that saw lawyers work through more than 320 potential jurors. Chauvin faces second and third degree murder charges, along with second degree manslaughter. The group includes 12 seated jurors and three alternates, nine women and six men. Nine self-identify as white, four as black, and two as multiracial. The composition is more diverse than the state's overall jury pool, which is more than 85% white. The case will be presided over by three-term Hennepin County Judge Peter Cahill. The five-person prosecutorial team will include State Attorney General Keith Ellison, Democrat, while Chauvin's defense will be led solely by Minnesota lawyer Eric Nelson. Opening statements are scheduled for Monday. Voters in Israel are awaiting the results of an unprecedented fourth national election in the past two years, brought on after a fragile power-sharing agreement between longtime Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and opposition leader Benny Gantz dissolved in December, with 90% of the vote counted Netanyahu's path to securing a 61-seat majority appears to be closing, a scenario that would leave the country mired in political gridlock and potentially facing a fifth election. Netanyahu's Likud party has gained 30 seats as of this morning, with the remainder spread across 12 parties. The distribution is expected to shift as the final 450,000 votes are counted, a process officials say may take until Thursday. Voter turnout fell from the previous elections, with an estimated 67% of voters casting ballots, down 4% from last year. Disney announces two upcoming major films, Black Widow and Cruella, to be released on Disney Plus on the same day as theaters. Banksy's Game Changer painting, honoring UK's healthcare workers, sells for $23 million, a record for the artist. UConn advances to record 27th Sweet 16 in women's NCAA basketball tournament. Government panel says AstraZeneca used overly positive results in a recent report on clinical trials of its COVID-19 vaccine. The company claimed 79% efficacy, but a panel says more recent data shows as low as 70%. Meanwhile, the rolling average of daily COVID-19 deaths in the U.S. falls below 1,000 for the first time since November 5th. New analysis pushes back the age of the sugar idol to 12,500 years. The nine-foot-tall totem pole is the oldest known wooden sculpture and has challenged prevailing theories about early hunter-gatherer societies. Gene linked to Parkinson's disease may not only facilitate the early death of neurons, but inhibit the development of new neurons in the brain throughout a patient's lifetime, according to a new study. U.S. stock markets slide as Fed Chairman Jerome Powell and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen signal stock markets may be expensive. Yesterday marked one year since the bottom of the pandemic market fall, and the S&P 500 is up 76%, since last March's low, the highest yearly return since 1936. Online trading platform Robinhood files confidentially for an initial public offering. Evanston, Illinois, approves reparations program for eligible black residents, providing up to $25,000 in homeownership and mortgage assistance funds, believed to be the first government-approved reparations program in the U.S. Enjoy this briefing? Get a daily news briefing every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Hey everyone, Ian Scotto here. If you are anything like me, I can guess that your time in the morning is pretty limited. And the last thing we want to do is filter through piles of biased news disguised as fact. So I joined 1440. And you can, too, get a daily news briefing delivered every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Try 1440.